there was a time when I thought all I needed to do to make sure that my smoke detectors were working was to just replace the battery once a year. Little did I know, smoke detectors, they have a lifespan. That's right. They go bad. And that's what we're going to be talking about on this episode of In the House. Let's go. Don't have to change the batteries in that little buzzer thing once a year. Like, it just keeps going and going. Let's see what size batteries. Is this like a... <laughs> no, AAA. Not like your smoke detectors. So, some have AAA. Do, some smoke detectors some do. too? Yep. Well, that, there you go. But, you go. like we said, changing the batteries aren't the only thing that you need to do. Here's the thing. In the House is an Any Hour Services podcast where we talk about things that homeowners should know when it comes to maintaining and repairing their homes. And that's something that I think people should know is that it's not just about replacing those batteries. I'm Mike Wilson. Shane's going to be joining us today, helping us understand about smoke detectors and when they go bad, how to tell if they've gone bad. Th Shane, thanks for uh, being here. Good to be here, Mike. So let's let's just start out now. I I feel like I can't be the only one that that remembers a time when I didn't know <laughs> that smoke detectors go bad. Do you remember like finding out that smoke detectors uh, go bad? Well, I did once I got into the electrical industry, but before that, I had no idea they went bad. Gotcha. So once you started, but and the same with me, like once I got into the industry and started learning more about it, that's where I've learned that smoke detectors go bad. And I was a homeowner, you know, at that time. Yeah. And I was just like, man, how did I not know this? Uh, I, I swear that most people don't even think about uh, the smoke detectors until they hear that like really loud, annoying chirp that always seems to happen in the middle of the night. Um, so let's, let's talk, let's go through this. What are some signs? Um, like how does someone know if their smoke detector starting to go bad? Well, it's usually the first sign is that chirping. Okay. I always thought that chirping was like a sign. Hey, you haven't changed the battery in a while. That usually is. Okay. And do you know what happens at night most of the time? Uh, why? Uh, it gets colder at night and as batteries get colder, the voltage goes down. And so your home's usually cooler at night, so that's why they throw up at night starting out. Interesting. Yeah. Does that mean that you see a lot more uh, smoke detectors like chirping and going out in the winter versus the summer? I don't know about that, but no, most of the time when you first hear your chirping, it's at night, and it huh. drives you crazy. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so someone changes the battery, yep. uh, and it still chirps. Is that a sign that it might be going bad? Yes. Okay. What are some other signs? Well, a lot of the signs we see around here is the smoke detector's not there anymore because somebody got mad in the middle of the night, and instead of changing the battery, they just took it off and and misplaced it. <laughs> so if there is not a if there's just a wire hanging yeah. from the ceiling, that smoke detector's not <laughs> gonna work anymore. And we see that quite often. Okay. We go around homes, and there's just wires hanging out. And the wife usually says, "My husband chucked that thing." Well, I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's been a time when, like, okay, it's chirping in the middle of the night. You go, you pull this you you look for a battery first but who has nine volt batteries laying around uh and so you you try to remove the battery mm -hmm. and then you go back to bed and it chirps again you're like oh man so then you untwist it disconnect the wire and you just leave it you know right there you go back to bed and it chirps again again yeah so then you chuck it out the door <laughs> or then you take the battery out of that point and then it, it never gets put back up right exactly so uh what are what are some other signs that uh that it might be starting to fail they, they have an age age limit too um so sometimes you can look up and uh 
Uh, in the 90s, later 90s, even early 2000s, a lot of the plastics we had, um, they seemed to turn yellow on us. Mm. That's one way you can look up there. If your smoke detector used to be white and now it's yellow, it's, it's probably getting a little bit older and, and it's time. Right. Other, other things, um, you might see different colored flashing lights up there. A lot of the new ones, so, so some, some smoke detectors have batteries only and others are actually wired into your house power. So they have battery and house power. So you should always see a green light up there. If you start seeing a red flashing lights up there or anything, that's also something to be concerned about. Well, let's go back to the age thing mm-hmm. for a second. I mean, is there a way to know how old the smoke detector is? Because, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, like it seems like I, I wouldn't, I don't know how old my smoke detectors yeah, are. Yeah. Like, so for the, about the last, I guess, probably 20 years, on the back of the smoke detectors, de- detector is stamped when they were, when they were made. Gotcha. So you can go on there and uh, you can see when it was made. I mean, if it's 2021 right now and it says 2010, it's it's time to start replacing those things. So is there is there a specific time like or age that you're supposed to replace them? So if you go to NFPA, National Fire Protection Agency, they're the ones that really dictate a lot of the stuff on smoke detectors. They want you to be safe. What is the NFPA? Uh, it's a jurisdiction out there that really looks at fire safety. Gotcha. Anytime there's a fire, they investigate they do. how the fire started, why they in homes, yes. uh, why they started, how they originated, and then they are really about trying to influence the the codes and the minimum standards that we use to build homes to try and prevent those home yes. fires that can ultimately lead to a loss of life. And so that those codes and and standards uh around smoke detectors a lot of them have to do with as far as like where they're placed and how many you have and different things like that are due to um past fires and past injuries and deaths and that inform here's the best way to prevent those in the future yes so what do they say about uh smoke detectors and replacing them they say replace them if you're having any of the issues you're saying if you replace batteries they keep chirping if there's lights that shouldn't be on or after 10 years, and it doesn't mean they're bad after 10 years, but they might start, they might be going bad here soon. So they figured after 10 years, that's just a safe point to get rid of them and put new ones in just so you know that you're safe. I I uh, was, I have this weird habit of like reading the uh, maintenance section of owner's manuals. That's weird. <laughs> it is, but mainly because like I'm always trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, bring more value to people and, and come up with uh, content to talk about. And I was doing a video showing people how to replace, uh, you know, smoke detector because the ones at my house at the time were uh, 10 years old. It was, it was 2015 when I made the video, I took them down and it actually said 2005 on the smoke detectors. And I was like, Oh, that's convenient. And so, um, in the, in the paper that comes with the smoke detector, the thing that everyone throws away, it, if you read it, it actually says the manufacturers also recommend uh, that you replace the things uh, after 10 years. Mm-hmm. When I, I, was, I was looking at something also like the if the lifespan of a smoke detector is roughly 10 years and a lot of smoke detectors fail earlier than that as well. And a lot of it will have to do with the electronics in the smoke detector. And so you get surges going through the home, you get maintenance that's neglected, it gets dirty, it gets clogged Mm -hmm. up, like all kinds of things. But smoke detectors also have a feature where they are self-testing every 40 to 60 seconds and over a 10-year period, that's over 7 million like electronic 
you know, inner things that are happening within the thing just to like make sure that the thing is uh, uh, operating properly. So all those lights and indicators that you were talking about, the reason that those will start to flash and indicate that the thing is going bad is because it is going through a self-test and then you're trying to test it yourself. If you go to push the test button and it doesn't sound the alarm or it doesn't communicate with the rest of them, those are all signs that the thing might be going bad. So if someone knows that their smoke detector is 10 years old or older, actually, I guess, so tell me again how they find out, like if you're, if you're changing the batteries, you can just pop the thing down and look on the back of right it, right? Back, yep. Okay. So look for a date that's stamped on it, and that's the manufacturer date uh, of the smoke detector. How um, how much does it cost to like replace smoke detectors? Because I know that there's people out there that have them that are older than ten, or they're having some of these signs that they might be going bad. Um, as far as price, um, there's there's people that do it DIY. Um, you can go to some of the big box stores; they carry quite a few there. They're, they're not real expensive. Like 15, 20, yeah, 25 bucks. What you get. They might be more if you do a, um, what's it called? Like a smoke CO combo. combo. Mm -hmm. Right. Those can run anywhere from that 40 to about 90 bucks a right. piece. Um, something when you're doing it yourself that you have to look at a little bit is when you're replacing some of these. Um, so, so all the newer homes are required to be in the bedrooms, first of all, outside of the hallways and peaks of homes. But uh, there's a wiring harness that clips into it. So you put your battery in and then you clip the power into the back of it. So sometimes you go to replace that and it doesn't match up anymore. So sometimes you have to actually get up and do electrical wiring, undo wire nuts, put new wiring harnesses and stuff on there. So it can be a little trickier sometimes. Right. I mean, obviously the simplest, easiest way for a homeowner is if it is the same brand and that yes. wiring harness yep. matches up. So all you have to do is unplug it and plug Correct. a new one in. Yep. But yeah, if you start to get into the electrical components and you have to like put on a new wiring harness and things like that and you're uncomfortable doing those things definitely don't do that like reach out to an electrician it's not it's not worth one the risk of shock if you're not comfortable doing it but if you like Shane, I'm sure every electrical project at your house is a do-it-yourself project. Yes, it <laughs> so is. <laughs> it really all depends on your your experience and comfort level. But um, if let's say that it's not a DIY project and they uh, want to have someone come out and replace the smoke detectors, any like ballpark on like what they're going to be looking at? Oh, you could maybe be close to a hundred, that lower lower ends, fifty to a hundred there to come out of that replaced. But like you also said, there's carbon monoxide smoke detector combos. They're going to cost more there, mm. so you're going to be a little bit more on that. And as we're talking about replacing these, too, I'm thinking about a lot of customers we've been to, and even replacing the batteries. I mean, we're just talking about the smoke detector and wiring, but you're on top of a tall ladder sometimes. Right. So, so watch out on ladder safety too, as we're talking about this. Right. There's a lot of things that kind of go into determining how much it would cost. There's yeah. a lot of safety things involved there and, uh, you know, being safe with the electrical as well. But, um, I would, I would act, you know, I would actually recommend that if someone knows that they have old smoke detectors and they want to look at having the smoke detectors replaced, I, w I think I would actually recommend call around to some electricians and have them actually do an electrical inspection. Yes. And because uh, one, electrical inspections are usually, well, I, 
I know us, I mean, our electrical inspections, we usually have a promotion running on those where you can get, uh, you know, electrical inspection done for, you know, 29 to 50 bucks, uh, depending on the time of year. Uh, and so that's an inexpensive way to get an electrician in there. They can actually look at and test those smoke detectors to determine how old they are. And they're going to look at everything else in the home electrically because uh, electrical, there's a lot of vibration things happen. Um, so if you, if your system is old and you want to like find out how much it would cost as part of that electrical inspection that they come out and do, like they should give you some options of like, Hey, if you'd like to replace your smoke detectors, here's how much it would cost because, um, yeah, it depends on lots of different things, how much it would cost to, to do that. But, um, who I'm, I'm electricians. I mean, are electricians would be really the people you would call if you wanted to to do that right yeah they do then all the newer ones tie into the electrical system in your home and that's one thing that we probably should talk about real quick too so if you go back 20 30 years how they just used to require a detector mainly on one level of the floor maybe in a hallway somewhere but uh this nfpa they found that for through so many fires and different cases and stuff they found that to really be the safest you should have one inside of every bedroom and then you should have one outside the hallway because what if you shut that door and there's a fire in there? It's not going to do it. My anything. teenagers never close their doors. Well, then, well, then they you're, just, you're it's good just wide open all the time because <laughs> they want us to know everything that they're doing. Yeah, they're always locked. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so. And they don't do weird things in their room either, like plug in too many lights because they think Christmas lights or LED lights are like the trendy thing or light candles and stuff like that. So, yeah, definitely it, it, it's a good idea to have those. There's a reason that those minimum standards is, exist. There are. It's all and teenagers. I'll- and also the new minimum standards say they have to be interconnected. Yeah. Why, why do you think that would be? Why, why would you want them interconnected? Uh, well, let's say that you have a house that has a basement and maybe a main level or a level above that. If they're not interconnected, you might have a fire breakout in one part of the house and you are in a different part of the house that you, you might not hear what's going on. What if the fire is upstairs and you're in a basement and, you know, heaven forbid you're in one of those older homes that doesn't have a will uh, a window well that's big enough for you to get out of from the basement but the fire's up at the top of the stairs like it's it's just a great idea to have those things you know communicating and so when one detects smoke they should all go off that's yep at least for me that's that's why they do that yeah so a lot of these older homes they aren't interconnected so as electricians we can come in and actually install the wire and hook those together they're also coming out with some newer ones that actually talk to themselves. We don't have mm. to have all the wiring in the house, but they will communicate that way. And the only reason we have smoke detectors in a house is to alert us to get out of the house. Right. No other reason. Yep. It doesn't prevent anything. It's an early detection system to, to save those lives. So yeah. the more you have them in different places and the more they communicate with each other, the higher the likelihood of you being able to get out of a home safely yes. if there's a fire. Correct. So, well, that's awesome. Shane, thanks so much for uh, your input and sharing with us today on this topic. Um, thanks to anyone that's listening or watching the show. We'll be back next Tuesday with another episode of In the House. Uh, if you'd like to know more about Any Hour Services, visit anyhourservices.com. I've been your host, Mike. Host? Host. Host? Host. 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 I've been your host, <laughs> Mike Wilson, and you've been listening to In the House. See ya. Thank <laughs> you.